Welcome to the Modern Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Bree Brown, a business mindset coach, entrepreneur, and a top competitor in a male-dominated industry. I'm a native Texan, the youngest of all brothers, and a lettuce-hating, wine-loving, curses-like-a-sailor recovering perfectionist. I've spent over a decade building my commission-based career, and my life's purpose is helping other women achieve the same multi-six-figure success I achieved before I was 25. I have a passion for helping women with mindset, money, and manifestation skills to help every young woman realize her full potential. If you're looking for vulnerable conversations, professional development, inspiration, or even a kick in the ass to get you motivated, you have come to the right place. Thanks for checking out the Modern Manifestation Podcast. Now let's jump right in to today's topic. Hello, my beautiful souls. What is up? I am so excited to bring you today's episode, and I do apologize if the audio is a little bit wonky today. I have the door open to my little podcast studio, which is a closet, basically, that's been converted. (laughs) I have the door open because it's already 80 degrees in Texas, and there's a wonderful breeze coming through our windows, and we do have a 100-year-old home. So actually, it was my dad's childhood home that my partner and I ended up purchasing from him a few years ago. And we were starting down the path of planning to renovate, in which case I was going to have centralized air conditioning throughout the house, which would totally null and void that issue that I'm having right now of being hot in this closet. (laughs) But COVID happened, life happens, our renovation plans are on hold And so my audio might be minimally affected by the fact that this door is open today and the adjacent room is not acoustic like the rest of my closet is or my podcast studio. So I appreciate you for bearing with me. I am really excited to bring you today's topic because I really had a moment earlier this week where I was thinking about modern manifestation, why I initially started it, and what else I could bring you guys to this podcast. And one thing that I was so passionate about when I started this brand, and I'm still so passionate about, is this idea that you are manifesting who it is that you are, right? I talk about this on so many other podcast episodes It's your identity. And this is the whole reason I started this brand is because I felt like when people were talking about manifestation, they were looking at one part of the pie, right? So your life is broken up into all these different pieces, these pie pieces, and you're looking at this pie chart and a lot of people were just focusing on one portion of it. Maybe the nutrition side, maybe the spiritual side, maybe the mindset side, maybe the sex and the relationship side. But here's the thing manifestation is all of it. It is not a piece of the pie. It's your whole fucking life. And so I was thinking about it and I was like, there's not really anyone just holistically talking about life and how your life is a manifestation. And that's why I wanted to bring you all kinds of topics. You know, I brought you the sex therapist. I brought people that talk about feminine energy. I'm bringing on more people that talk about becoming entrepreneurs or healing themselves. I want to bring you guys so many different topics because it's important to me that as you are going about this life and trying to manifest the things that you want, that you're doing it from a holistic perspective. 
And I saw a quote earlier this week that really, really spoke to me. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, that is exactly what it is that I'm talking about. And basically, it says something to the effect of like, you can go to the gym, drink your celery juice, start off with a meditation, take your vitamins, you know, do all of these healthy things. But if you don't deal with the core of the shit going on in your head and the, the stuff going on in your heart, then you're still going to be an unhealthy person. And that's really what manifestation is all about. It's like those things are absolutely wonderful habits to include throughout your day. But those are just tiny little pieces of the puzzle of your life. Those are just tiny little things that are a part of making up your identity. But your identity as a whole is what you are manifesting. So that's why I want to jump off and include so many topics on this podcast. I want to include everything that relates to your life. Because I understand that you're not just trying to manifest one thing. You're trying to manifest a better motherfucking life. And that doesn't just include your career. And it doesn't just include relationships or mindset or money. It's everything. So that's what I'm so passionate about bringing you guys. Because I cannot wait for the day when so many women have manifested the shit that they want, that they have complete autonomy in their lives. They can start whatever badass company they want. They can get away from whatever toxic relationships they're in. They can live wherever the fuck they want. What a beautiful place this world would be if every woman could step into and own the life that she wants. So this podcast episode is all about your identity, just really diving into this idea even further. So let's just jump right into it. What is your identity? Who are you? What words would you use to describe yourself? It could be smart, tech savvy, unique, victim, successful, athletic, a good reader, a born salesperson, a constant failure. Who are you? And sit with this question if the words don't immediately come to mind. And some of them might start coming, but maybe they don't feel completely true. Allow some time for these things to process and to come forth. And when you have a chance, think through and write down all the phrases that are describing yourself and your life. The good, the bad, the ugly. I don't care. Write them all down. And when you've thought through these words and these phrases and you're really getting juices going, you're kind of like, okay, I'm at a really good point. Stop and put on your scientific analyst hat and then look over them without any judgment. And as you observe from a scientific perspective, right? No judgment. See whether most of the things that you've put down are positive or negative, coming from a fixed mindset or a growth mindset, victim or creator. And keep that analyst hat on so that you can't use this as a self-shaming exercise. Just observe the data. And whatever you find, just know that it is okay because you're already working to change and grow these things or you wouldn't be listening into this podcast, right? So just accept that as a part of your awareness. Because most of us, especially in the beginning of our development journeys, we just tend to have more of these negative phrases about ourselves, right? Because we are either starting to do the work or just a lot more things are just happen to be coming up in the beginning stages of, of going through this process. And that's okay. It's a part of the growing and the changing. And it's important to do this sort of exercise because then it helps you analyze and understand what might still be holding you back. 
When people start this whole manifestation journey, they love to do the fun stuff, right? The visualization, the journaling, the goal setting, writing down, meditating, you know, all these really beautiful things, all super good, healthy habits. But like, that's the fun part of manifestation, right? It's looking at that vision journal or that vision board and getting really excited about what's to come. But there's like a certain point in your manifestation journey where you got to go to the next step. And that's when you got to start dealing with that really deep stuff, that shit that's a part of your identity that's holding you back. That's the stuff that you don't really want to touch. You know what I mean? Like you haven't gone to a therapist or you haven't worked with a life coach or you haven't done anything because you're like, ah, that's some really scary stuff. I'm just going to leave it tucked away and I'm just going to meditate my way into into the life that I want. And I'm going to visualize the things that I want to manifest. And that shit's not going to hold me back. I'm just going to keep suppressing it, suppressing it, suppressing it because I don't want to deal with that negativity. So many of us make that mistake in the beginning of our journey. And it's okay that you have so far if that is you. And if you have already started working on this stuff, amazing. So happy for you. And I hope this helps you continue that work. So use this exercise as a stepping stone to finally start getting to the shit that matters, the core of who you are that is a huge part of your manifestation. The purpose of this exercise is to step out of those emotions and just review this list as if it were a packing list, right? No emotions. You're packing for something, you throw in your toothbrush, your toothpaste, your hairbrush, your clothes, whatever, like completely non-emotional. That is how I want you to review this list. Just no judgment for yourself. It is what it is. Putting these things on a list and just allowing yourself to be able to go back to them at a later time or even now, depending on when you have the time but just making yourself aware of them so that you know what you need to work on to really get to the next level of manifestation. So analyze these things and ask yourself, which of these phrases feels the heaviest, the most stressful? Notice which phrase that is or phrases, it could be multiple, and focus on those first. The ones that feel the heaviest or cause you the most anxiety to look at These are the phrases that are most important to start with because they're a big part of forming that identity that you're operating from. And for the sake of clarity, I'm just going to say my slogan for the millionth time, your identity is what you're manifesting. Who and what you already are and embody is what you continue to co-create with the universe. And that negative shit, even though you haven't wanted to deal with it, it's still a part of your identity. And if it's coming up on this list, and I hope that it is, I hope that you really took the time to be very authentic with this and didn't only put the fluffy, beautiful things that sound good. Like, I want this list to have some ugly shit on there. I want you to be aware of the things that you still need to work on. We're human beings. We're all always going to have stuff to work on. Even people who have been coaching and going to therapy for years, there's always going to be something there for you to work on. And these things are a part of your identity, your manifestations. So any health, success, happiness, or even failure, you have to have the identity of that before you get it. So if you're getting a lot of failures lately, ask yourself what part of your identity is holding on to that? What part of you still believes you're a failure and why? An example that I think a lot of people relate to is one of success and a healthy lifestyle. You can't wait to become successful before creating time for healthy habits and routines. The habits and routines need to come before you are successful. 
because that is what a successful person would already be doing, right? They would have the identity of someone that is already successful and has those habits and routines. So you need to step into that before you can own that success. So with that in mind, look back at your list and search for that heavy phrase and ask yourself, how is this belief playing out in my life right now? Maybe the phrase that you identify is, I'll always be a failure and I can't succeed. If you believe that you're a failure, you're manifesting more opportunities to make this true. More losses, more missed opportunities, more rejections, less yeses from the world. You're looking for that evidence, and so that evidence is producing itself for you. It's like, oh, that's what you believe? Great. Here's all these things to back that up. Let's say you're looking at your list and you see the word unlucky. Your quote-unquote evidence of this might be that you're someone that never gets what they want that has to struggle to succeed, that needs more experience, more challenges before you feel like you've earned something, or the success only comes to people that can put in 80 hours a week at work. If this is what you believe, this is what you receive. If you think that you are unlucky, you're creating opportunities for this evidence to continually show up in your life. You manifest your beliefs into your identity. I cannot say it enough. And you're probably like, God damn, Brie, I get it. (laughs) No, like I'm going to keep saying it because it's so important. The universe loves to validate the thoughts that you already have. And it is completely neutral. So if you think all of these negative things about yourself, the universe is not judging. It's just like, oh, okay, cool. That's what you're going to get back. The universe wants to prove your beliefs right. Negative, positive, doesn't matter. But this can be a beautiful thing for the positive beliefs that you hold about yourself. And the more you work through those negative beliefs, the more you can transform them to positive beliefs. And that's when that list starts shifting to where you have more positive things on there, which is really going to help you adjust and shift your identity. That's going to help you realign your whole life. Having more positive beliefs about yourself are high vibe. That's what's going to help you energetically match these new levels of success that you're trying to achieve, whatever success means to you. So think about something that you're struggling with lately. Maybe it's creating a website, starting a business, asking for a promotion, negotiating a raise, leaving a toxic relationship, or even taking a course that you're wanting. Is there anything on this list that you have in front of you that could explain why you are stuck? Behind all of the external excuses, what is holding you back? What belief do you have is keeping you where you are from taking that next step? And usually when I ask people this, they always try to explain to me why it is that they're stuck or haven't made any progress with things like, oh, well, I don't have this technology, or I need this course, or I need to get this certification first, or I need to prove myself with X, Y, Z before I can have blank. And you know what happens anytime these excuses go away after you finally achieve whatever it was that you thought you were missing. When that finally happens, a new excuse will pop up. Like, oh, you get that certification and, oh, well, but I need to get a little bit more experience first. And then you get that experience and you're like, oh, well, I need to X, Y, and Z. Like there's always going to be something popping up to take place of whatever that initial excuse was because it's not about the excuses. It's about the beliefs that you have underneath them. And these are all symptoms of an identity that is holding you back. So tune into that. And what are those thoughts telling you? This is why working on your beliefs and identity is so fucking important to manifestation. You have to believe to receive. 
And I'll give you a personal example. When I was a teenager, I started selling Cutco knives. Yes, you heard it right. Cutco knives. I'm sure people are rolling their eyes right now. That's fine. That's fine. It's about, it was a solid business. <laughs> and I was doing this to help pay for school. And when I first started, my sales the first two weeks were right at about $2,000, which was not great. You might be thinking $2,000 and think that's a lot, but that was like well below the national average. That was like four sales after hundreds of meetings. <laughs> and it was definitely not a good closing ratio by any mean. And I couldn't seem to figure out what the deal was because everyone else around me was just like absolutely crushing it. And I wish I had the tools that I had now from a mindset perspective because I feel like I would have realized earlier that I had this identity that I just couldn't sell. The sales was hard and that you're either born knowing how to sell and that that's just something you're good at or that you're not. And I definitely didn't have it. And so I had this idea that if you're just not that you're either born a natural seller or you're not. And then I took my first few no sales as proof of this. And what I didn't realize at the time was that I'd manifested those no's because I believed that I couldn't sell before I even walked in the fucking door. So I was walking into these appointments with clients with just super low energy. It was that energy of like victimization and failure. Like, oh, I wasn't born to do this, so I can't be good at it. And I expected myself to not be good at this skill. So of course my confidence was missing and my overall upbeat and positive energy that I normally like to exude was just gone. It wasn't there. And even though on the outside I was extroverted and knowledgeable and nice and like, oh, here's this set, here's that set. No, this would look great. And I was engaging. I was was trying to build rapport. You know, I was doing all the things that you're taught to do and I was being really social and nice and, and trying to be likable. But internally... I was panicking and I was filled with self-doubt. So there was this lack of consistency between what was going on the inside versus what was going on on the outside. And the clients could feel that. And they probably couldn't tell you why unless they were, you know, pretty intuitive, but they just knew something was off with me. And they interpreted this offness as inability to trust in me or to not buy from me because I was incongruent. When your beliefs do not match the identity you're trying to create, you become incongruent. So when you hold on to these negative beliefs that are holding you back, you know, you want to be a successful CEO, but on the other hand, you think that you're a constant failure, then you can't achieve what it is that you're wanting to because you got to work through that shit. That inconsistency is, is keeping you where you are. That belief, that limiting belief that you have is anchoring you to where you are. So I was still stuck in that fixed mindset, this self-doubt and this self-worth issue of like, oh, if I'm not born this way, then I can't do it. If I wasn't immediately good at it, then I it, then it wasn't possible for me to just learn this skill, right? And I couldn't possibly learn how to be a salesperson. <laughs> I mean, I laugh at my past self, but, you know, I'm still proud of how far I've come. But at the same time, like, I just wish that I could go back in time and, and talk to little Bree. And just tell her that you can learn any skill. You just have to actually apply yourself. And if you're not naturally good at something immediately, don't just completely shut down and give up. But that's a part of that perfectionism mindset that a lot of us have. Oh, I can't possibly try for it because if I try and I fail, what does that tell me about myself? That proves that I'm not perfect and that's too scary to deal with. But I didn't know that at the time. I didn't know that that's what I was doing. And for the record, 
you can learn to do well at sales. This is not something you have to be born with. I mean, sure, there are some people out there in the world that are gifted salespeople naturally, but for the most part, everyone else can learn this technique too. So I just want to say that because I've heard so many women tell me that they can't do sales. Wrong. You can. (laughs) This is not something that most are just born knowing, just like a business analyst isn't born knowing how to analyze spreadsheets. And thankfully, my manager at the time, still at Cutco, he asked me what I needed to do to do better. And of course, I had no idea. I just knew that I wasn't a salesperson, right? I just wasn't born that way. There's nothing that can be done. You can't fix this. But thankfully, he came up with a great idea, and he had me shadow another sales manager with him to one of his appointments. And this guy was, he was pretty badass. Like, he was ranked nationally. He had a phenomenal career selling knives. He'd been doing it for several years. And I joined him thinking, this is it. I'm going to see how it's done by someone who's just born to sell. How exciting. And guess what? On that appointment that I went with this guy that I thought was like the god of sales who was just born to be able to do this skill, he had a no. And in fact, it was actually like his second no ever, by the way. So at first I'm like, am I just this unlucky that I'm the reason that he didn't make a sale? (laughs) Thankfully, I was too logical for that. So I, I quickly shut that down. But this allowed me to internalize a different message, a better one, because I saw him get a no, this person that I thought was just like born to be able to do this. And with that mindset, like, surely he doesn't experience no's like I do. And so this told me that even the most successful versions of people experience no's or what I was previously experiencing as rejection and failure, like I was taking it so personally. And so I thought that I must be a failure, that I wasn't born to be a salesperson because I didn't have many sales and that I experienced so many no's. But then I see this very successful guy also experience a no, and I'm like, wait, what? Him too? And that's when the light went off for me, that we all experience the no's in life. And of course, I didn't think he was a failure or that he was getting rejected by his no's. So why wasn't I giving myself the same courtesy? And that's a trick you can use for a lot of these beliefs. Ask yourself how it is that you are approaching the evidence before you. And if your friend did the same thing and you came to a different conclusion, then really think about why you have a certain belief about yourself despite the evidence. And a lot of times, whenever you review something from the perspective of, if this were my friend that this happened to, then I would definitely not think she's a failure or a reject or whatever. I would have this completely other mindset about it. That's a pretty good sign. And that can really start helping you transform these beliefs for yourself too. Start treating yourself as if you are that friend. And if you can believe that for a friend of yours, then why can't you believe that for yourself? In fact, you should be able to believe that for yourself more because you're with you 100% of the time. So I left that appointment with him and I was feeling a lot better. I was like, oh, okay. So someone that is quote unquote born to sell can still experience this no and this rejection and it's fine. So by that same standard, then why couldn't me, someone that I was quote unquote not born to sell, experience more yeses? And I went on the rest of the day to my appointments and I made a sale at every single appointment, hitting $2,000 in that one day. And that was like the entire sales I had made in the past two weeks, all in one day. Two weeks later, I was nationally ranked as a Cutco field sales manager with over $20,000 in sales. And it was all because I changed my identity from someone that just wasn't born to do sales to someone that could learn sales and could experience yeses. 
that my lack of success wasn't because of this lack of an innate skill as a salesperson. It was my limitations. And I wasn't born with these limitations or these beliefs. I'd put them on myself over time because of various experiences. And I had to strip myself of these beliefs to really become successful with what it was that I was doing. And I share this with you because there's always a lesson to be learned in something that has not gone your way. It's a really good opportunity for you to stop and reflect on why that might be. And you can usually track down what keeps you stuck in your mindset and in the identity that you have. So if you feel like you're not where you want to be with something, stop and think about what is it that's really holding you back. Not the certification, not the course, not the experience. What is it internally that's keeping you back? Like, why do you need to have those external accolades in order to be able to achieve something or go after something or start something, whatever it is? For me, that belief, that internal belief was that I just wasn't born to do something or that I couldn't possibly learn to be good at something that didn't come naturally. Ever had that thought? So ask yourself, what is really holding you back? Start there and see what comes up and let me know when you uncover. I love, love, love hearing about your epiphanies, hearing about these things that are coming up for you and that you're really able to start diving into and changing. So please, when you recognize these beliefs and you really start working through this shit, send me a DM on IG or post your revelations in the Facebook group. Let me know if you got anything from this because I love getting inspired by all of you that are doing badass things and uncovering incredible shit. If you're not cool being super public about it, send me a DM on Instagram. I won't share it without your permission, but I do want to know what it is, what revelations you're having, what aha moments have come your way. So that is what I have for you guys this week. Have a fantastic rest of your day, and I will catch y'all next Monday. Until then, go out there and manifest some miracles. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, hit subscribe so you can stay up to date with new episodes. As always, we would love it if you would share this episode with friends and family who could use the inspiration. As a new podcast show, we would really appreciate your honest feedback so I know what you like and what you could use more of. As a thank you for leaving us a rating, we will send you our seven weekly tips to create space for abundance. Make sure you screenshot your review and email it to us at hello at the T-H-E modernmanifestation.com so we can send them straight to your inbox. If you'd like to stay connected, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Modern Manifestation, or you can head to our website at themodernmanifestation.com. Thanks again for joining me, and I will catch y'all in the next episode.